the volume. Moneyline Monaco is proud to be presented by FanDuel. Never played FanDuel Fantasy before? Great. FanDuel is offering users the chance to play free, no deposit required. Plus, for those folks who want to deposit, FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. Why do you play on FanDuel? FanDuel Fantasy is an easy-to-use app. Pick a new team every game. Different and unique contests across sports in relation to your skill level. Contests include full slates and single game contests. Compete for top cash payouts. Unique product features. And compete against your friends in head-to-head matchups. For new users, FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. Go to FanDuel.com forward slash cowherd for more info. FanDuel.com forward slash cowherd. So they know we sent you. FanDuel. More ways to win. Happy Friday. Welcome into another episode of Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. I'm your host, Alex Monaco. Fired up to be here. NFL Week 9. But arguably, more importantly, UFC 268, ladies and gentlemen. An unbelievable card. And I cannot not fire on it. We will go degenerate sports. Special middle of the program talking all things UFC. If you have not subscribed, rated, or reviewed, would appreciate you very much. Taking the time to do so goes a long way. Thank you for being back with me in the Green on Action Network. We continue to rock and continue to roll. Don't forget to follow me on all things social media as well. Alex Monaco or Moneyline Monaco. Come find me. Chat it up. I am Daniel Day-Lewis in Lincoln, ladies and gentlemen. All in. I don't break character every single no Belichick days off in the trenches. And without further ado, let's get into those trenches. NFL Week 9. We're kicking it off. Lock of the day. Let's get into it. All right, the line opened at a field goal. It's now down to two and a half. I have to nibble. I have no choice. It is two teams that I feel very different about at the moment. Even though it could easily be a coin flip, I still have to fire. The Cleveland Browns are on the road against the Cincinnati Bengals. And the line right now. Cleveland getting two and a half, money line plus 112, Bengals at home minus two and a half, money line minus 132. I think at this point, I don't like to lay minus 132 when it's under three, but I'm also thinking these AFC North games, I mean 15-10 last week, Browns, Steelers, 
who had 15-10. I guess 17-14, by the way, those listening, cashed on a lock of the day in the AFC North last Friday. I was on the Scuba Steve under. Oh, and it hit by a country mile. This, I'm not going to concern myself with a two and a half. I'm just going to take Bengals on the money line here. Let's get into it. All right. First things first. The Browns have actually owned the Bengals. They've won five of their last six meetings. But, but, the Browns are a little chronologically frozen right now. They've dropped three of their last four games. They are not scoring points. 14, 14, 17, 10 in the last month plus of football? This is a Bengals offense right now with Joey Burrow, Joe Cool, Joe Exotic, number nine, top six in the whole league in passing. This is a Bengals team that is seventh in overall offense, 27.5 points per game. The Browns have dropped off tremendously. They're 19th. Interestingly enough, the Bengals have the better defense as well in this matchup. The Bengals have the fourth most sacks. They are also top 10 in defense and points against. And listen to this. Of their seven takeaways in three home games, 31 points they've put up off of those seven takeaways. After totaling only 20 points in nine takeaways at home in all of 2020. So think about that for a second. It's one of the biggest stats I want to point out. They are already... Two takeaways away at home in just three games equal to last year. And they're capitalizing too. Meanwhile, you have the Browns, a league-worst 13 touchdowns on drives of 10 or more plays. They can't get off the field. This Browns defense, although sounds decent on paper, not so much. Now, part of me doesn't want to look at the historic numbers here because, again, the Browns are 5-1 their last six. But on the positive, if we're going historic, just to point it out, to play both sides, Cleveland 2-11 against the spread in their last 13 games against the Bengals. Bengals obviously in big rebuild mode here after the Browns have been in rebuild mode since Nomp. Both teams 4-4 four four against the spread this season. Nothing there, but I'm staring at a team, and again, I, I don't like going back to this too much, but Cowherd is spot on with it. If a team gets embarrassed the week prior, and let's be honest, the Bengals were up, up by 11 in the fourth quarter against the Jets, and they blow it, they're going to have a buttoned-up week of practice. And you may say, okay, well, the Browns' running game is number one in the NFL. Well, guess what? Not so fast. The Bengals' defense giving up under 100 Rush yards a game, 94. And guess what? That's top 10 in the league. So we can go kind of back and forth on all of this here, but if we're talking about two teams, one was having LeBron tweet about their star wide receiver who got dismissed from practice, one team breaking Wedding Crashers rule number six, drawing attention to themselves in a negative way, they aren't dialed in, they aren't focused on football, Everybody and their mothers are talking about Odell Beckham right now. And they're a banged-up squad. I mean, they had two offensive linemen who have been out in the last couple weeks banged up playing. 
So if the Bengals at home can do what they've done with that number, which is 31 points off seven takeaways, anything close to that, and Baker doesn't necessarily have time to lamp in the pocket. He's going to be under duress. This team has the fourth most sacks in the NFL. We're getting a better offense and a better defense, people, in an almost pick em game, two and a half points. I'll probably lean under, too, interestingly enough. But at the same time, I got to go Bengals. I have to go Bengals. Last thing I'll say, no one in franchise history has thrown three-plus touchdowns in four consecutive games. Joey Burrow, three-plus touchdowns in three consecutive games. You better believe he's going for it. You better believe the Bengals are going to be dialed in, buttoned up. This is the same Bengals team. Yes, they lost to the Jets, but they beat 41-17 into the Ravens' helmets. 41-17 at their place. I got to go Bengals. I cannot see the Browns winning this game. If they do, I may get a haircut and start all over. Lock of the day, Bengals over Browns on the money line. Let's keep it moving. All right, we shift focus. Over to the UFC 268. I will be in the building, ladies and gentlemen. MSG, the world's most famous arena. Holding court for UFC 268. You got Rose Namajunas versus Wei Li. You got Gagey versus Chandler. You got Usman versus Covington. I'm going to go a little degenerate special. I'm taking not one, I'm taking two prop bets here, and it pays out plus 400. Oh, baby, there's a reason we call it the Degenerate Special. Starting out, because we'll build to it, with Gagey versus Chandler. I got Gagey in a KO-TKO at plus 100 to kick it off. Oh, and I don't like it. I love it. Before Gagey lost to Khabib, think about this. 11 consecutive fights ending in knockouts, nine of which were wins for him. This man does not like to go the Seabiscuit distance. He absolutely does not. Now, neither does Chandler. Chandler in the last five fights, they've all ended in KO and TKO. Actually, within the first six minutes, three wins, two losses. Gagey, though, is a monster. Gagey is 22-3 and in his career. 19 knockouts. 19 of this man's 22 wins by KO. He's coming for Chandler's jugular. Now Chandler, one of the best lightweight Bellator, if not best and most decorated resume you could possibly draw up. Number one with the most wins with 18. Number one with the most finishes, 13. And he had 11 title bouts. But here's the thing. Gagey is more experienced. Gagey is, I think, mentally a little more tapped in. And when you come off a submission loss to Khabib, when you were that close, working your way, working your way, working your way to get to the GOAT, and now you get to dance at MSG, I think there's something to say here about the arena, and I'll talk more about it in the second leg of this parlay. 
but I just can't see Gagey going down, and I don't see this going the distance. Every single stat, and you look at the over-under two, one and a half rounds, says this puppy's going fast. And if I got to pick a fighter, oh, I'm going Justin Gagey. And now on to the main event. Usman versus Covington, the rematch. I cannot wait. And I'm already on Usman with the money line. I'm already swallowing the minus 310. Almost made it my lock. 18-fight win streak. Perfect 14-0 in the octagon. Like an elementary school crayon drawer trying to stay in the lines. Perfect. He is perfect. He is absolutely unstoppable. And since the Covington fight, he has fought three times. He's beaten Masvidal twice. He's knocked out Gilbert Burns, the Brazilian mensch. Covington's only fought once. Covington, you even saw a little piece on him on ESPN2 this week. Enjoying his time in Miami. Usman's married to the game, people. He doesn't take this for fun. He is in this for he is in this sport for keeps. He owns the belt. And I got him by knockout, doing what he did in the fifth round with just two minutes to go in the first time they dance at plus 155 because I think the rivalry is getting heated. I think the rivalry is getting heated. Usman wants Canelo Alvarez, for goodness sake, in boxing. He's going to make work of Covington. Now, I'm not saying Covington isn't a good fighter. He's 16-2 and in his MMA career, 11-2 and in the octagon. He's 33 years old. He's on the back nine. I mean, I'm looking at the numbers here, and I'm saying to myself, you know, 318 significant strikes in the first matchup. 219 of those to the noggin. Usman had 175 of those. Covington had 143. Now, I see some people thinking it could go the distance. This is where I think MSG, this is where I think the crowd being in this has a factor. This is quantitative, this is qualitative. There will be blood. There is no love lost in this fight. Usman wants to make a statement. Usman wants to remind everyone why his nickname has the word nightmare in it. I think Covington, although he's a beast... I think he plays head games that I personally think he doesn't necessarily get even close into the head of an Usman with. It may work on other fighters. He's very WWE, some would say, with playing up the theatrics. It don't matter because Usman's about that action. Usman reminds me of a dialed-in Mayweather without the shenanigans. Usman is here for business fifth title defense and make it another successful one. I'll take him by knockout. Now, Usman by points is plus 190, but I'm getting plus 400 with Gagey by knockout, Usman by knockout. Last thing I'll say, when we were at the beginning of quarantine and there were no fans allowed, a lot of these went a lot longer. As soon as fans got back into the arena, oh man, so many unders. So many more knockouts. And I just think in the world's most famous arena, the fans want a knockout. I can smell one coming. And I'll take this. Four to one payout. 
ladies and gentlemen. Degenerate special. Let's go! This week marks the halfway point to the NFL season, and there is a big Sunday afternoon matchup between Green Bay and Kansas City. FanDuel Sportsbook is about to make it even bigger because FanDuel is giving new customers 30 to 1 odds on either team to win. That means you can win $150 on a $5 bet. And I'm dancing on the new line that moved Packers all the way up to around seven and a half, eight. I'm not going to make it difficult. I'll take the Chiefs on the money line at home because they win at home, but they don't cover. And I'll go a little same game parlay. Patty Mahomes to Tyreek Hill in the end zone. Did it last week against the G-Men. And I'll take Patty Mahomes to Travis Kelsey into the end zone for a cheeky plus money value. I have to do it. Travis Kelsey never goes four weeks without getting in the end zone. Go look it up in fantasy, people. It has to happen. I will take Mahomes to Kelsey, Mahomes to Hill, and the Chiefs on the money line. Let's rumble, young man, rumble. Offers like this are just one of the many reasons I love betting the NFL on FanDuel. It's the number one sportsbook in America. It's easy to use, it's safe and secure, and there's fast payouts. FanDuel is sports betting made simple, and they're always booking you up with great offers. Plus, when you win, you'll get paid in as little as two hours. See for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Just sign up with promo code MONACO this week before Green Bay takes on Kansas City. You could win $150 on a $5 bet. Remember to use promo code MONACO so they know I sent you exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Disclaimer. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. New users only. $10 first deposit required. Must wager in designated offer market. Max bonus, $150. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org forward slash chat Connecticut. 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com forward slash RG, Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Virginia, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan, Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789, Tennessee, visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia. All right, wrap it up. What a fun one. I've hit two of these this year. Two of these. Highest scoring team, Buffalo Bills, plus 650 on your local FanDuel Sportsbook. I'll take the number one offense in the NFL, 32.7 points per game. And the number one defense in the NFL, giving up 15.6 points per game, going against the Bad News Jacks. Who gave Geno Smith their first win since? I can't even remember. Since Geno Smith was in a whole nother stratosphere. Since the metaverse didn't even exist. It was the last time Geno Smith caught a W. And he caught a W against this Jags team. And they dominated him. Look, it's a bottom six Jaguars offense. It's a bottom five Jags defense. The Bills... 
give up the least amount of total yards in the NFL. I mean, that rotating front seven, particularly defensive line, oh, goodness gracious. I mean, Lawrence is going to be reminded he's back in the NFL. And let's talk Bill's offense. They've put up 35. They've put up 38. They've put up 31. And they've put up over 40 twice this season. 40 and 43. Now, to me, this is a combination of Bill scoring and getting the ball back very quickly. I don't see how, looking at the slate, several divisional rivalry dances, all of those typically don't end in shootouts. Highest offensive scoring teams like the Packers don't have Rodgers. I did the research on Cardinals Niners. That was a 17-10 first time they danced. The Cardinals have actually cashed on the under 60% in their last seven. I got to take the number one offense in the NFL here, Josh Tim the Toolman Allen. Dominating. Now, I know it is in Florida. Weird stuff goes down in Florida. But bottom five D versus the number one offense, and we're getting plus 650. It's a combination of value, and it's a combination of instincts here. I mean, I think the Bills may score the most points this weekend, and I really hope they do. And if it cashes for us, we're reading out. How you doing? All right, that's about it. Thank you for tuning in Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. Another episode. Whoosh! In the can. Let's go. I'll take the Bengals over the Browns. We got Gagey and Usman by KO. Four to one payout. And another value play, Bills. Highest scoring offense in the NFL week nine plus 650. Thank you for tuning in. Shout out to Brums on the ones and twos. That's it for me. We'll see you on Monday. Ta-ta real smooth. The Volume.